I always get excited when I get to do these types of carrot casts where I bring on a client of ours uh, who has, has a great, great story. And uh, the client that I'm bringing on today is Brian Rockwell. You'll get to meet Brian here in a second. Uh, he's in Texas in a crazy competitive market down there. But the reason this carrot cast is pretty compelling, and um, uh, hopefully it's going to speak to everyone, whether you're an experienced investor or newer in your journey, but especially those of you who are newer in your journey, um, it's going to speak to you for sure on patience, on on patience, but also uh, swift and focused execution when you decide to make things happen. And as Brian talks through his story, uh, just recently, he, he's a newer wholesaler in the most in the most competitive market that we have uh, here in our user base, which is Dallas Fort Worth. And he didn't use the excuses of there's way too many com- way too much competition here. He didn't use the excuses of I already see carrot sites everywhere. He didn't use any excuses of um, I've never done a deal. He went out there, executed according to what we laid out our plan for him. Okay, he just executed it. He carved out time to study. He carved out time to implement. He carved out budget, and he did eighty eighty some odd thousand dollars in wholesale fees in March. Uh, he did another fifty, sixty thousand dollars in April, and uh, he did amazingly well in May. And he's already on track to do amazingly well again at the time we recorded this. So he's pulling, you know, a really really amazing income within three to four months of starting marketing with Carrot. And this is, I'm, I'm going to be un, un, unabashed in saying this is a carrot case study, but you're also going to learn that this is, you're, you're going to be able to learn once again, if you're an experienced investor, how he executed like mad as a newer investor, not having all the advantages that you do with experience and credibility and all this kind of stuff, how he went out there and executed folks again, one marketing plan on one way of getting clients now, but building up momentum over the long term with another way of getting clients and how he's turning those into profits. And he he eliminated emotion from his decision on setting a marketing budget like we teach. He used his marketing, he set his marketing budget 100% based off of data and math, which is the exact same way that we teach. And magically that turned into amazing results for him. So I'm really excited for Brian. Uh, you're going to love his story, how he went from a junior high uh, teacher and baseball coach and and twelve year uh, twelve year journey on on starting um, being a real estate investor from thinking about it to taking the action on it, and then he took action and within three months he's doing eighty thousand dollars a month in revenue and you're going to hear how he did it. So uh, listen to this episode of the Carrot Cast. Go subscribe on iTunes and um, and please give us ratings and reviews. That makes sure that we uh, are doing the right things. If we're not, uh, if you want to hear us do uh, interviews on other topics, let us know. If you're enjoying what you're listening to, let us know and give us a review. You and check out the other episodes at carrotcast.com. Let's introduce Brian. Hey everyone, I've got uh, an amazing guest on today's episode of the Carrotcast with me today, and I'm going to introduce you to him here in a second. But um, one, one of my favorite things that, that I get to do here at Carrot uh, in my position is connecting with our clients. And that's something that, you know, we, we started, um, our business doing that and really investing in that. Cause it's, it's, it's a part of our mission. You know, add humanity back to business is, is a part of our mission. And, uh, Brian and I connected on the phone probably a month ago or something like that. And I think I was driving up to Portland. Um, we, we had, we had hopped on a call and I don't remember how it all happened, man, if it was through Facebook or email or whatever. But that call that we had, man, it really inspired me. And I love the entrepreneur story, especially um, someone who is able to get over those mental hurdles and and really go out there and, and crush it. And I'm like, man, we need to get Brian on a, on a carrot cast. We need to kind of go through and, and do a case study breakdown on what he's doing. And uh, I think you guys are all going to really enjoy meeting Brian here in the Caracast and kind of hearing his story. So, uh, Brian Rockwell, welcome on the Caracast, man. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah, dude. So, giving people some context, uh, why don't you let people know uh, what your company name is, where you're doing business, and, uh, and then after that, man, I'm, I, I want to hear what's your story like. What were you doing before real estate? So, who you are, who are, are you, where are you at, and uh, what were you doing before real estate? Yeah, so my company's Rockwell Homes, and uh, we're in Dallas, Fort Worth. So super competitive market. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, before I got into real estate, I was a teacher and a coach in uh, middle school. So I taught seventh grade science. I coached football, basketball, and track, and all that. And um, no, real estate 
was always ever since I was like a teenager, it was always my dream to be a real estate investor. And I really had no idea, you know, how to get started and all that. So, you know, I'd be on bigger pockets and just read and all that. But mm-hmm. no, um, after four or five years or so of teaching and coaching, decided to finally make the switch and it's been great. And man. man, so, so, I say this a lot on carrot cast, but like I, I'm, I'm a study of just human psycho study of human psychology. And, and I'll meet a lot of people who are really successful. A lot of people who, for some reason they seem like they should be, but they're not. And, and in the end it comes down to, you know, what, what's going on in their brain. Most of the time, it's usually not the resources and stuff as people say, it's the resourcefulness. So dude, going back in, into high school and stuff for you, um, like what, what was it originally that kind of got you locked in on, on real estate as like, man, this is really interesting to me. What was it that got you locked in? Yeah, I can actually pinpoint that moment. Um, I had a really good friend in high school whose dad was an entrepreneur. He owned a roofing company, he had several other small companies and, um, he, it sounds so stereotypical, but like he introduced me to all the Robert Kiyosaki stuff yep. and, um, no, I was glued in from that moment, you know, just learning how to be financially literate and uh, do deals. And so, yeah, that was it. Um, that moment is when I decided, you know, I'm, I'm going to do real estate one day. It's just only a matter of time. I don't know how. I don't know when. I don't know with what money, but it's going to happen. So, yeah. So, so, so fast forward, how, how many years was there between when you, when you first read Rich oh, Dad man. to, to get that first deal done? Probably like 12 years. Yeah. So it's man. just life happens, you know, it's, yeah. we had several life events that happened that kind of took precedent over my plan at that, at that time. Mm-hmm. So, and dude, and, and that's, that's one thing. The reason I brought that up is because I knew that there was a period of years there for sure. And I think, dude, people, people want, like everyone wants stuff today. You know, everyone wants everything today. And that's one of the biggest things that I've found differentiates the people who end up making it and the people who end up making that impact is they've got patience. You know, they, they've got patience to, to, to not let that dream go, first of all. Um, cause as time, as time goes and a dream doesn't get achieved, it's really easy to let that dream go and just kind of settle. Um, and also dude, you have the patience to like, go. you know what, it's not a matter of if this is going to happen, it's a matter of when. And, um, so what, what for you ended up clicking that made it to go, okay, I'm not going to think about this anymore. I'm going to actually do it. Like what for you kind of was that moment? Well, it's interesting. Um, my wife's also very entrepreneurial. She owns a, she owns a business and was able to bring me home from teaching and coaching. That's what kind of, you know, pushed me over that edge of actually going out and starting doing this on my own is that freedom that, um, you know, was brought to us by my wife having being so successful at what she does. So um, once I was home and had that freedom and opportunity to to dive in and just try and do it for myself, um, you know, that's that's when I decided to do it. And my wife's very successful at internet marketing. And so mm-hmm. uh, we'll probably get into it a little bit later, but that's what got my wheels turning. Like, Hey, I need to generate leads. And I know my wife can do this pretty well online. So let me figure out how to do this on the real estate side of things. And that's when I came across you guys. So dude, and, and we're, we're definitely going to dive into that. So one, one thing I want to kind of highlight here that you mentioned. So there was a period of years, about 12 years that you, you, you knew you wanted to do it. You were thinking about it. And then for whatever reason, a lot of it's timing, you know, the timing is huge just in life in general, that oftentimes what, what we want right now, isn't what we're going to get right now, or even what we need. Maybe it's going to be a year or six months or 12 years or 30 years. And, um, so your wife took that leap. She went out there and did some things. And it's kind of one of those things that as soon as you see someone else do something that seems like it's hard or, or it could have seemed before like it was impossible, it opens up the possibility for us to know that there's more. Right. And one of our core values is be a beacon of positivity and possibility. And dude, that's one of the, that's one of the reasons I want to get you on this call. Cause there's so many people that are in the right. same boat as you were in that now listening to your story and also listening to the story that we're going to be talking about even more after this, 
dude, it, you, you are now in a position to where you can be, do what your wife did for you, but for tons of people, you open right. up that possibility awesome. for them. I love it. I love it. So let, let's let's go to the first deal, man, and we're going to kind of bring people up to speed. That's a little bit of the backstory there, a Cliff Notes version of, of the last twelve years of your life, anyway. Yeah, right. And um, I'm sure there was lots of struggles, lots of amazing parts in your life, all in between there that, that happened that, right. that defines who Brian Rockwell is. But what's your business look like today? So, like, what are you doing as your main strategy? Um, share whatever you're comfortable sharing. You know, what, what kinds yeah. of numbers, what's your team look like, or is it just you? Just kind of break apart what's right. your, what your business looks like right now. Yeah. So when I first uh, started real estate investing, I did all the traditional campaigns. I did a lot of direct mail. I did driving for dollars. Um, that's how I actually got my first deal was I drove neighborhoods and mm-hmm. wrote down the addresses of the houses that looked like they needed a lot of work and sent them a letter. And uh, that's how I got my first deal. But that was just took so much time. Yeah. Like it was all day, every day. That's all I did. Um, but right now I stopped doing all that. And all I do is 100% online lead generation. Mm-hmm. Right now it's just PPC. I only, I started my website in November, mm-hmm. 2016. So and in Dallas, Fort Worth, you know, I'm on the bottom of page one for my keyword, but it's going to still take some time to start generating some organic leads. I think I've had like three or four organic leads. Mm-hmm. Um, so right now I'm doing all PPC, all pay per click. Um, and it, I have myself, uh, the owner, I do have a business partner that um, who works a lot on the buying or the selling side, okay. like you know, he knows a lot of buyers and all that. So Sweet. I work very closely with him. Um, yeah, it's just two man team. Cool. That's how we roll. I, I love it, man. So let's, let's unpack that two man team. Um, you start, you, you launched the site in November. When, when was it you did your first steal? The one that you were driving for dollars. Um, that I closed that deal at the beginning of December. I think it was like December 1st is when we closed that. Okay. So sweet. You close that December 1st. Uh, you mind sharing the numbers from that? Like what kind of profits did you guys get from that? Yeah, it was, it was a wholesale deal and we made $7,300 per total. Yeah. yeah, it was not bad. It's a nice, we could, we use baseball terms down here yeah. in Texas. So it was a, it was a single, we call it a single. Sweet. So yeah, dude, it, it's, it's funny completely. You're going down this other path now. Um, my family's a big baseball family. So I always love hiring and working with athletes. You know, we've got many, right. many of them on the team and, and uh, right. we have a lot of people on the team that aren't athletes too. They're just awesome people. But, uh, yeah, man, we're, we're a big baseball family. My, my dad played for the A's and the Mariners back in the day. I was very mediocre. No way. Yeah. I was really mediocre, man. Awesome. I, I played in college, but I was, you know, very mediocre. And then my younger brother, Kyle, my older brother played is in college as well. And my younger brother, Kyle, he went a little bit further. He uh, now he runs a, a company that uh, is based in Scottsdale, Arizona, called Athletes Brand that works with tons of professional baseball players. Um, Sweet. Kind of some fun trivia here is a few weeks ago from the time that we were recording this carrot cast. I think his name is Scooter Gennett or something like that. Um, he uh, he's he's with the Reds, I think, and uh, I, I might be completely butchering it, but he had a game where he hit. It was like four or five home runs. And had 10 RBIs, and I guess it was enough to make wow. him into the Hall of Fame. And wow. it just so <laughs> happens that this guy was wearing one of my brother's T-shirts that he makes at Athletes Brand uh, un- underneath his jersey. So they took, like, everything, man. They, yeah. took, they took the T-shirt. They took his cleats, the ball, wow. uh, all that stuff. And, and my brother's T-shirt is in the Hall of Fame right now being displayed. <laughs> That's cool. It's <laughs> pretty sweet. Man, I'm the biggest – I'm probably the biggest Texas Rangers fan there is. I was grew I grew up. My dad took me to every Nolan Ryan mm. uh, starting whenever he started. My dad would try and take me to the game, so I was there for his five thousand strikeout, uh, all his no hitters. Yeah, yeah. So it was awesome, man. I grew up loving the Rangers. Dude's a Ranger. So Jake Diekman's on that team, right? Oh yeah. So yeah, okay. he's he's injured right now, but yep, he's yep. a lefty. Deekman, man, he's he's a big um, he, he's a big part of athletes brand. So their most successful T shirt that they've done to date is the gutted out T shirt, and uh, the mm-hmm. whole Rangers were wearing the shirts, and they raised tons of money for the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation. Sweet. And Deekman's a big part of what Kyle's doing. So anyway, sweet, very cool, sweet little offshoot combo there. So let's bring us <laughs> back into real estate, right? 
Um, so dude, your, your team's a couple people. Um, you guys are mate, you guys are hundred percent doing online stuff right now. You got your first deal done in, in December. It was driving for dollars. And then kind of, let's kind of walk through, man. Cause I think this is important from what we were talking about on the phone a month or so ago, the mindset that, that you started your marketing with and that you ended up evolving your online marketing with is really critical here because you did the exact same, you, you had the same resource that everyone who joins Carrot has. You went through the three lead per day training that everyone has access to, to, to purchase and go through. You had access to the same software. Um, but I'm, I'm trying to break apart. Like you definitely accelerated the process in a big way in a crazy competitive market. So there's like you had every reason to make excuses for not getting the results that you got. Um, in, in probably the market has more carrot customers than any other market, like anywhere. Okay. And, uh, and you guys went and are crushing with, with results. So what are you guys doing now deal volume wise? I know last time we talked and it's going to share whatever you're comfortable with. I don't want to put you in the spot. If you don't want to share certain things, that's totally cool. Um, but kind of what type of deal volume did you guys start doing with your PPC? Yeah. Um, starting in March, we were, we're now averaging three to four deals a month. Mm-hmm. We did three in March, uh, four in May. We got three lined up for June. Sweet. And, um, Hopefully July looks like we got one pending, uh, just under contract today. That'll close in July. Hopefully. Nice. Cool, dude. And, and your average profit per deal down there is pretty darn solid. I know you were pulling like it's, it's well into the tens of thousands yeah. in, in fees. Yeah. May month. was, we averaged a little over 20 in May. Mm-hmm. So been good, oh, man. Dude, I love it. So, so how much, uh, in, on the mindset side, how, how, how much, um, how much bigger does the world and the possibilities look now than it did, let's say eight months ago in your life? Oh man. Like it's crazy. Like we have all these visions and goals now of uh, doing virtual wholesaling in all the different mm-hmm. Texas markets, San Antonio. We just, um, we're launching a San Antonio site here pretty soon. and going to be doing PPC. Like once it's awesome because once you know the formula of how to do this, it's just, you know, just, do it again mm-hmm. and keep going and keep going <laughs> and see uh, see how you can grow it. I mean, I love it. It's really not that difficult. I mean, you just the resource that you guys provide it's just it's amazing. And just all I'm doing is utilizing mm-hmm. it. So, so let, let's kind of break apart some of that formula. So, <clears throat> what what I'd love to do and kind of I mean I, I'm going to be shameless and part of my mission here with this call is is you're like the perfect example of someone who went out there and implemented and and didn't second guess a bunch of stuff. You implemented, you're relentless with it. You knew it was going to work. It was just a matter of, of when, not if. Um, so, dude, like what what was your first, let's say, week or two or month or whatever? What was your first, you know, several weeks of care? What, what were you doing during that time? Yeah, so I went through the three lead per day training and I treated it like job training. Mm-hmm. Like if you, know, if you ever had a corporate job or whatever and they send you off to training and it's literally like a week long for eight hours a day or whatever. Mm -hmm. This was more like probably three weeks, five hours a day. Mm -hmm. I was doing the three lead per day training and just soaking it in, taking notes, uh, getting little nuggets out of each thing I could go implement onto my website. Mm -hmm. And, uh, so yeah, it was just, all I did was I just immersed myself in the three lead per day training Mm -hmm. For about three three weeks or so. And you, of course, launched a motivated house seller site there in your market. And I've got your different sites pulled up here in front of me. Of course, everyone watching this or listening to this can't see it. But um, it, 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 it was the standard carrot site. You used one of our designs. Um, I think just recently you went through our concierge program and had us kind of dial in some of the design even more. But, right. I mean, for up until just the last several weeks, you were using one of our, our just default designs. You went in there, changed some stuff. You, you, it looks like you rewrote some of the content like we teach you. How, right. Is there anything else you did on the actual website that was kind of out of the norm? No, I don't, I don't think so. Um, you know, I tried to, you know, I, there was some things that I thought that I would need on the website that, um, you know, you hear, Oh, you know, Google needs outbound links. And then come to find out, like I spoke with Adrian just the other day, he was like, you know, Hey man, that might actually be taking some of your juice, your SEO juice away. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, I had these ideas of what I thought needed that, you know, might know a little bit better 
come to find out, like, you know, I didn't really need to do anything other than, you know, what you guys were telling us to do. You know, I rewrote about 40, 50% of the content, Mm -hmm. put some videos on there, tried to boost my credibility, all of what you guys teach. So, and dude, uh, one, one really important thing that I absolutely love. And I know we talked about it when we were talking on the phone, um, originally is I'm on your about page. Right. And, uh, and dude, this is one. This is one of the things that so many people miss. And I, I just recorded a podcast yeah. this morning on how to create a unique selling proposition. And then earlier in other Carrot Cast episodes, I did one called your credibility score. And subconsciously, right. all of our, all of us do it, but all of our prospects are doing it too. Is we we size up the companies that are our options to work with, and we subconsciously, oh, that's a plus one, that's a, not, a negative on credibility. Right. And I go to your about page. And, uh, dude, if you could kind of walk people through, I mean, I've got it here in front of me. I don't know if you do walk people through what you did on your about page and, and why you feel it's important on what you did. Cause it's really, really good. It's really good stuff. Yeah. The main thing on the about page is I wanted it to be personal and wanted them to see me, my family. That was just a normal local guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember, I don't know if it was on the three leap day training or if it was one of your calls that you did. Um, but that, I remember that was one of the nuggets that I got out was find a picture of you and your family, um, have a mission statement. I think my mission statement at the top is like, we'll treat you with respect and fairness. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So all of that are all of that you see. And then the core values down at the bottom is all little nuggets that I've, I've found through train all your trainings that you make available. So Dude, and that stuff's so important. So like I, I once got, I've got your about page up here. And first of all, like you said at the top, it says our promise is to treat you with respect and fairness and you've got respect and fairness underlined. So they're emphasized. And that's such a big deal because in a market like Dallas, Fort Worth, where it's so cluttered, um, you, yeah. can, you can bet that those people who are landing on your site, wherever they come from, are 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 seeing other websites, are seeing other direct mail pieces, and and if everyone's going out there saying, "Hey, I can buy your house fast, um, I can close, you know, in seven days, uh, pay cash, no fees, no commissions," like if everyone's saying that. And they don't have any real differentiators. What people then start to look for is, okay, it looks like all these can probably kind of solve my problem. Which one right. do I believe? Which one do I trust? And adding that in there, dude, is really ramping up the trust factor. Um, then you have a good picture of you and your family, which amazingly beautiful family, man. I love it. And, um, yeah. and then you've got a little bit about you, you know, what you want, what you're doing before. So I was a teacher and a coach and here's what I did. And this is one of the things I love the most, because even though we tell people to do this, and even though I've asked on, on coaching calls before here at Carrot that we have every Tuesday for our content pro members like you and above, um, I've asked this before on calls when I was talking about core values and I've said, you know, who on this call uh, had, had it play any role in you deciding to work with Carrot? Like who on this call, our core values played any role in you deciding to work with Carrot? And like a bunch of people said, yeah, your core values resonated right. with me. This. I'm like, why don't you have core values on your website then? Because <laughs> yeah. like, if, it, if it was one of the factors that, cho- that made you guys work with us over our competitors, it's obvious that we need to be doing the same thing with our prospects. You've got core values on there, dude, which I love it. Right. Yeah. I love it. Um, why don't you, if you could, dude, kind of run, run through those core values. You've got eight of them there run through them briefly. If you could kind of put you in the spot and like, why did you choose these <laughs> core values? Cause I think they're awesome ones. I did a lot of research on, uh, other websites just to see some of the, the big players, you know, what, what kind of things they said. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, obviously these are all my core values that we do, but you know, I did, I also did some research. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the number one was the integrity that comes from my coaching background. Like, when I was teaching and coaching, that was like our main thing with our athletes, um, you know, in the classroom, out in the community with your friends, you know, you're going to be put in situations where you have the option to do something that might not be that honest or whatever, but you know, we want to instill that value of doing the right thing, no matter what the outcome is. So if it's a good outcome, if it's a bad outcome, you know, the end you'll be rewarded. It, it comes around. Mm-hmm. Integrity is number one. So mm-hmm. yeah. Then, uh, customer service, you know, it's, it's obvious, you know, we, we just want to be 
a step above everybody else when it comes to the way we talk to sellers and mm-hmm. all that. Yep. So you want me to keep going You're through all, all buzz through and keep, keep growing and learning okay. every day. Be respectful, be respectful, be compassionate, commit to providing win-win solutions, have meticulous attention to detail, live and operate with passion. Like I, I, I love those and I love that you put those on there, dude. And they're not hidden somewhere. They're not like right. really small at the bottom of the page. These things are loud and proud and bold on your about page. Yeah. And I guarantee you that that stuff's resonating with your prospects. Yeah. That number, the number seven have meticulous attention to details. My favorite mm-hmm. one that was, um, in football, I coached offensive line and you wouldn't think that an offensive lineman would, have to have like extreme meticulous attention to detail, like all their footwork. They have to be thinking every time, like what the play is going to be, what I need to do, how I'm going to block this person. If he's lined up this way, how am I going to block him? So that's one thing I hammered with my offensive lineman was meticulous attention to detail. And that's just, I, it's like, I can do that here. That's a great core value. Mm-hmm. So everything I do, I try and have extreme detail in the contracts I write and my website, everything I do. Mm-hmm. So, and dude, I, I'm I'm gonna run through just a little hit list of stuff that follows up, showing that you're that you're living and breathing that core value on, on your website. And, and once this episode right here, I, I want it to uplift people, give everyone hope. If you're if you're in that spot where Brian was, um, but also show you guys like this is a formula that we teach. We teach it all the time in our coaching calls. It's in our right. training. It's not anything we hide. Brian just went and implemented it. So attention to detail. So it was about pages of biggie on your sidebar. Uh, you're like, sweet, let me build in more credibility. So you've got the five star Google rating deal that links to your your uh, your Google reviews, awesome. Um, you've got your Facebook page attached to it, but the thing is, your Facebook page actually builds credibility. A lot of people's Facebook pages, uh, I feel, reduce credibility because they don't have any likes right. on them, or you go there and it looks terrible and no action on it. Um, it looks like on yours, you've got 227 likes. It's put right there. Your last post was like a week ago, and it's good stuff. It's a testimonial. And uh, I love it, man. So that right there is building credibility. It seems like you guys are an active business. Right. Um, and then right below that, you guys built out testimonials. So, dude, what, what did you do on your website when you guys were first starting? Did you have any testimonials on there at all or kind of what did you do? <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I had um, some family friends mm-hmm. just describe what it's like working with me. And I had a, a, I had a, my brother-in-law write a Google review and it's something really stock, like just, you know, Brian's a great guy and we'll always shoot straight, Mm -hmm. something like that. And, uh, so that's what I used at the beginning when I had nothing. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. So that's perfect. And that's, and that's, that's what we suggest because we get so many people coming to us, you know, saying, man, I'm just getting started. How, how do I do this? It's kind of the, the, the cart before the horse kind of thing. And we, we say that exact thing. It's like build character based yeah. testimonials. Cause you've got credibility. You've got things you've done in your life that, that add authenticity and add credibility to you as a person. And so do exactly what Brian mentioned there. Go find your colleagues. Could be family. It could be coworkers. It could be your banker. It could be your mortgage broker, your insurance agent, whatever it is. And just say, Hey, Right. You know, would you mind jotting something down about your experience and just working with me over the years or, or experience my character? Um, start there so people can get to know you. And then as you do deals like you guys get great testimonials in here, like I'm looking at one right now. It's got a picture of the house there. We closed in just nine days and then it goes on to have a, uh, say amazing stuff. I would recommend Rockwell Homes to buy our house. If you need such a service, my 39-year-old son, a single dad, was killed in a motorcycle accident. His home was in need of repair and would take a lot of money and time to fix it up. Contacted five companies to buy homes for cash out of the five. Brian gave me the best price and we closed in nine days. Thinking, thanks for making it so easy. Man, there's there's a bunch of stuff like that in there. So, dude, right. you guys are dialing this in. I love it. I love yeah. it. Yeah. One thing we want to do is start doing those video things at the closing. Yeah. Uh, that's the next thing that we're going to start implementing. Mm-hmm. Because I'm a, I'm a big believer in the uh, reviews. I always try and get a review um, if I can at all times. So, no, this is good stuff. So let, let's kind of yeah. let's kind of go through your strategy. I know when we're on the phone before you were originally kind of thinking about let's let's focus on organic and kind of what yeah. happened there. So you you were going in going I'm going to start I'm going to do SEO. 
but then how and why did you kind of go, okay, I need to do PPC also? Yeah. So it actually, when it came to the module for PPC, it was saying like some of you guys are in really competitive markets. So obviously I am. Mm -hmm. And you said it could take almost 12 months or even more for a super competitive market like Dallas to, you know, start ranking. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I'm seeing that I'm on the bottom of page one now and it's been since November. So I've still got some work to do. Um, so I think the module said like, so you can start right now if you have a budget for it, um, you know, start doing PPC and we'll walk you through how to get started. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that's, that's money right there. Let's, let's get going. Mm -hmm. Why wait? Yep. So yeah, I just, uh, dove in and, um, utilized all the sources that you have. Um, you know, if you had a, a company that you recommended, I just, I just put my trust in, in you guys and it's, it's been great. It's been working Sweet. out. So. Dude. So, so you went in there and we, we kind of call that it's your short-term marketing plan and long-term, right? And, um, like Brian was mentioning there, guys and gals, if you're not a carrot customer and you're listening to this, our philosophy is, is build momentum over the long term, but get leads coming in now to start funding your growth, you know, today. And there's several ways to get leads today. I mean, if you're doing direct mail, sweet, make sure you have your online presence dialed in to help you build credibility and close those. PPC is one way to do it if you got the budget um, or hire it out you know, with, with the budget. Um, Craigslist in many markets is still working. Some it's just like crazy, crazy hard. So, um, right. But in some markets, it's still working pretty well. And there's some other things you can do short term, too. But we suggest in the short term, while you're dialing that side in, you get some sort of marketing going now. And, uh, dude, how long was it after you had joined Carrot when you when you actually got your PPC rolling? Like your like first click came in. Um, I'd say mid February. Mm -hmm. Um, I spent all January doing the three lead per day stuff, and I'd say by mid February, I was starting to see clicks come in. Mm -hmm. And then March, you know, we, we closed three deals in March. So <laughs> that's crazy. It was like, it was instant. It was crazy, man. Oh, that's crazy. I was like, I was like, do I know something other people don't know? Like, <laughs> what have I stumbled upon here? Uh, dude, that's, I, I, and I can't tell you what it is, right? I mean, you follow the formula. Everyone else has the exact same access to it. Uh, you carved out right. a budget. I mean, that's one thing right there. Let's talk about budget a little bit. So um, a lot of people get kind of scared with budget, especially going into pay-per-click in a competitive market. Because if you talk to a PPC consultant, um, they're going to probably run the run the numbers on Google's keyword planner. It's going to tell you, hey, the clicks are going to be out about this. These are probably the numbers you're going to see. And they're going to work it back and say, man, you're going to need a $3,000 a month or whatever the number is, budget. And yeah. what happens is people either run the other way because like, oh, my gosh, they see it as just an expense rather than an investment. Um, right. Or they go in and go, well, I'm just going to start putting in like 500 a month in this crazy competitive market. So what what did you do budget wise? I'm kind of curious there. Yeah. So originally I started out um, doing it myself mm -hmm. and um, I wanted I just had the twelve hundred dollar in my monthly budget in my head. And I thought, you know, I'll just see what, see what works. Um, and then once I started getting leads, you know, it, I'm a, I'm that personality. I like to, I'm a numbers guy. So I do like to look at all the data. You know, I like to outsource stuff when it comes to expertise because I know people a lot more people are better at that than I am the, as far as PPC and stuff. But I do like to look at the data. So once I figured out the formula, I just broke it down like really simple. It's like, would you pay someone $3,000 to make, you know, however much you make that month, mm -hmm. you know, 35? Who wouldn't do that? Yep. And it, and with all the data you can get with AdWords and any other PPC type stuff, I mean, I mean, that's all, that's all I do. I just look at the data and realize, Okay, if I can bump it up to five grand a month, now I can make forty five grand. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah. Dude, so that right there, like, like you asked, do I know something that other people don't? That right there is what 
nine and a half out of 10 people do not do. So even yeah. though that's what we teach, um, for some reason, some people have, have, have an issue getting over that, that kind of trust factor. They're going, okay, but that's like $4,000 yeah. and that's a lot of money. So I'm, I'm going to work some math for you all right now. So, um, if you're watching the video version of this, I guess either way, you're not gonna be able to see it because I'm pulling up this calculator on my, on my computer, but we have a calculator at oncare.com forward slash ROI, oncare.com forward slash ROI. And we made it because I go through this calculation so much with clients because we need to get everyone over that mindset hurdle from, from placing marketing budgets with an emotion, you know, starting from emotion. Right. Well, it's a thousand bucks. I'm just going to versus using data and math, like Brian's mentioning. Right. So using the numbers you're using before, and I don't know if this is your average. I'm just going to use it, but let's say that average is that average profit per year, let's say is 20 grand. It could be lower, it could be higher. I'm just going to use that because that's a number you threw out earlier. Um, and then let's say, do, do you know right now, Brian, like what your average close ratio is? So if you get 20 leads, yeah. how, how many leads does right. it take to get a deal? Right now we're doing one out of 15. Sweet. And that's, that's the number we always use for, for these types of leads. That's right in that sweet spot. There's some people yeah. for whatever reason they're closing more. There's some people it takes, take, takes more leads. So one out of 15, that's perfect. That's what we use. Yeah. Um, and then do you know what your, uh, do you know what your, your average click cost and stuff like that is right now, or even, even better. Yeah, it's cost actually, per lead. it's, um, I'd have to pull that up, mm-hmm. but I can give you, I just spoke to the guy like last week. Yeah. It's, it's pretty high mm-hmm. for, I mean, compared to other markets, we're averaging probably around 30, 32 bucks a click. Okay. Then how, how much is a lead costing you? Do you know? Yeah. Um, let's see. I know that it cost about twenty two hundred bucks every time we close. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure about the lead yep. right now. I don't have all that information. Nope, I got you, man. So this this is about what what it is. So using that type of number, knowing how our websites convert because we set them up to convert well. And that's something I want to dig back into here in a second. But, um, you're probably paying anywhere between 150 bucks a lead to 350. Like this, that's a big range, right? right? That's without really knowing what it is. But the thing is, it doesn't matter because let's say you're even paying 350 a lead and, and it takes 15 leads to turn into a deal that makes you 15,000 or 20,000 bucks. So 350 times 15 is 5,250. Once again, this is going on the way high end, right? Right. So if you're spending $5,250 to make, to bring in a $20,000 lead, I would trade that all day long. Me too. Um, (laughs) Now, of course, there's other costs in there. I'm sure there's, there's your time and your partner's time and you've got to figure all that in. And then you always want to make sure that as you're, as you're planning out growing your company that you're going, okay, if we're going to add a sales rep here or transaction coordinator, what are those going to cost? And how's that going to eat our margins? So I would like to come up with a range. So right there, using the number you gave me, what uh, a deal every 15 leads, uh, you know, approximately that profit per deal. You here's, here's about how much money it costs us per deal. I just divide that by 15 and that, that that's what got me the 148 per lead. Then I right. about doubled it a little more than that. And like, okay, that's your top end. So at the top end, I'd probably, pay, I'd probably pay five to six grand to get that first deal done. And what happens is yeah. way too many people are stopping at a thousand or 1500 or 2000 or 3000. Um, right. While you're willing to yeah. outspend them. And that's why you're winning. So that dude, that, that right there yeah. is why you're winning. Um, yeah. And the great thing is, I mean, you get people who know what they're doing and they look at that data and they'll, they'll be able to, to break it down and say, Hey, we can improve on this. Mm-hmm. And so it just gets better and better mm-hmm. and you get more locked in more locked in as you go. I love it, man. So one thing I want, I want to bring up really quick is, is, um, I know your wife has a lot of experience in online marketing. Kind of how, how did you find carrot and, and how, how did, how do you feel that carrot kind of made certain parts of this journey for you easier on the website side of things specifically? We talked about the training, uh, that, that you go through with our weekly coaching calls. You've been hopping on the three lead per day training, our marketplace where you hooked up with the pay-per-click guy, all that stuff we talked about, but on the website side, like how, how, how did, how did, the experience go with carrot versus building your own website or going with a competitor of ours. Right. Yeah. So I've had, like I said earlier, you know, I, I've been wanting to do real estate investing for you know tw- almost 12 years before I actually started. Mm-hmm. So I had a bigger pockets 
subscription and you know, I would just read and dabble and read some of the forums and stuff. So when I decided that I was going to, when the light bulb went off that, you know, I could probably generate leads online. I went to bigger pockets first and, you know, I just searched for internet marketing and there was a thread on there and I, I'm pretty sure it was, you were actually on the thread responding mm-hmm. to people on the thread and, you know, advertising what, how your service and how you can help. And so I, I think I clicked on your link directly from that and read about the company and, um, decided to sign up with that. Sweet. So that's how, that's how it all started. I did. I didn't, I like to outsource stuff when I can. And the, the thought of creating my own website, I'm not a coder or anything like that. Mm-hmm. It's just, it, it seemed like it would take a lot of time. So, mm-hmm. yeah, and you, just, you've got the code side of it, and then you've also got the strategy. You know, the strategy and how the website's built, the copy that's on it, the way that think the forms are created, how it looks on mobile. There's just so much stuff that right. we've done over the years, and it's it's taken you know thousands of split tests that we ran and all kinds of stuff. So, um, that's that's one of the things we really enjoy, man. It's part of our mission. We yeah. can add humanity back to business and help people regain that precious time in their lives for the things that matter. So you didn't have to go through there and spend hours, you know, dozens or hundreds of hours trying to learn copy, right. coding, marketing strategy, all that yeah. kind of stuff. You just bake it right in. I love it. Right. I love it. Dude, so what's what are you guys doing now? Kind of like what are some of those big goals? We we mentioned you mentioned before that now that you've started to see this success and you're churning multiple deals a month and you feel like you've kind of figured out this this niche that's working really well for you and you're dreaming bigger now. Like what are those dreams, yeah. man? So kind of what are those dreams? What do you want to do next? Yeah, so what we're gonna do is eventually hire one boot on the ground for each market in Texas. We wanna we wanna have a presence in every market. In Texas. So DFW, uh, San Antonio is going to be our next one. We already got a guy that it's going to be our boot on the ground there. Just, uh, you know, grinding and going out, looking at properties, locking up deals and working with other investors to wholesale it to. Um, yeah, so we're going to do San Antonio and then we're just going to gradually open up a new market as, as we get more, um, more volume and stuff. So, mm-hmm. Um, as far as out of state stuff, you know, we'll eventually, I'll eventually probably want to do that too. Um, you know, Phoenix Scottsdale is a really intriguing market for me. Um, we'll probably open up there, but main thing is just to get Texas. Um, we want to be, have a presence in all of Texas. So it's going to be great. So what, what, what right now is kind of your why now? And that's a pretty deep question. You're very early in your, in your entrepreneurial journey and it's going to change. Like there is a honeymoon. Right. I'm going to tell you there, there's, yeah. there is a honeymoon and then you're going to get into a period to where, to where you kind of have to shift some stuff a little bit. You're, you're going to get there to where like right now you guys are rolling in it. You guys are doing great. But then eventually, at least from my perspective, I've talked to so many other entrepreneurs that at some point we all hit this, that let's say you're doing really good revenue wise you feel like you've got that locked in. Uh, we all kind of then go, okay, well, why am I doing this? Like, there's got to be something more mission-wise. Your why? Do you have a why right now that's kind of fire, um, fueling you? And it's probably going to change. But do you have a why right now? Yeah, absolutely. Um, our why is actually our a family why, mm-hmm. and the reason my wife, you know, started her business and everything as well. It's kind of our family mission statement or family goal. Mm-hmm. And it's all about leaving a legacy for our family. Um, you know, we want to, you know, we obviously I want to be able to provide for my son and for our family, mm-hmm. but you know, we just have a sense of like duty to leave something greater than what we had. Mm-hmm. And that just burns within us. We want to have, um, we want to leave a legacy and we want to like, we want to be the starting point for our family legs. Yep. That's probably our biggest burning why right now. Do that, that kind of stuff right there. I mean, it's, I, I want people to let that, let that soak in a little bit because one thing that, that I've learned over the years is entrepreneurship done right. There are, there are ways to do it wrong <laughs> for sure. And I've done them yeah. before um, where it traps you in your business and things like that. I've done that in the past, but entre- entrepreneurship done right. And then, 
having those core values and, and for me being that beacon of positivity and possibility like you are being right now, dude, that's a big deal. Like I'm, as you, as you know, and you just stated it, that can like change family trees for generations. Right. Yeah, and, absolutely. Oh, dude, that's such, that's such like, that's, that's heavy in, the, in, in a good way. Yeah. Right. Um, it's, it fires me up just thinking about it. So dude, your, your, your that's, kids as they grow up, they're going to be, they're, they're now going to have a greater view of what they can go out there and do an impact in the world than they would yeah. have before. Right. Um, Absolutely. Your friends, your family. And uh, one, one thing I'd, I'd encourage you to do, and I'm sure you're already doing it is as you go, man, just to ramp up that, that, that man, just, just ramp up the way that you're out there encouraging others you know, even more. And, and being that beacon of positivity and possibility even more. Share your story like in a hum- nice humbling way. It's not in like, hey, I've got my Rolls Royce and like whatever it is. <laughs> like, buy those things if you want to buy them. But like share share them as in. I want to share these things I've learned along the way. These these mindset shifts I had to make in life. I want to share these with you so you guys can unlock that same thing in your life. It's such a big deal. Yeah. Such a big deal. Absolutely. I just um, I just downloaded this audio book from Sean Acor about like the science of happiness. And it, it, it's, it's incredible. He's like a Harvard scientist, but he studies the brain and happiness and about, and what you said about being a beacon of positivity, it, you know, that's definitely something I need to work on. I'm, I'm an introvert like crazy. And so being around tons of people or, you know, giving people a smile is just, it's really not my really not my thing, but I definitely see the importance of it and how it can change your life and change everybody's life around you. So it it could even stop with your, or start with your clients, your business partner, your wife and your, and your, and your, and your kid, like literally that's where it could start. And, and if you're able to impact those clients who are going through a a tough situation, if you're able to impact them where they walk away and go, man, like there are really good people in this world. And which I'm sure that yeah. they already are based on the core values in your site. That alone is going to be a beacon of positive possibility. So start yeah. simple and the people that you're already touching and, uh, and then grow it from there as, as you want to. I love it. Right. Um, dude, a couple more quick things and we'll bounce. Uh, first of all, one thing that popped up in my brain is something that your clients definitely experience, um, before they choose to work with you, which is like, you know, what are those hesitations? that a client that, that, that someone has before working with you, are you finding any things just as you're talking with sellers in this type of a market that are coming up over and over again on why they choose to work with you? Um, you know, sometimes I'll get a, it depends on really, it depends on if it's male or female, I need to start like measuring this to, to find out exactly. But I find that the more females, I work with single moms or whatever. They're the ones that are actually looking through the site. and was like, Oh, I love the picture of you and your wife. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that was one of the reasons I, I went with you. Um, versus the males are more like, how much can I get for my house? Yeah. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, give me the best deal. I don't care who, you know? Yep. So it's interesting. Um, yeah, I'm finding more, more of the females are the ones actually out there you know, uh, looking through the site and trying to figure out who they want to work with. Dude, that makes a lot of sense. So let me, let me bring this back to, to, to carrot. So what, what were those, if any, what were some of those hesitations that you had about us possibly or about, about going with us and, and what kind of pushed over the edge to make that decision for you? Well, the biggest hesitation I had was obviously that, Everyone who signs up with Carrot got the same website, mm-hmm. got the same content. Yep. So going in, not knowing you had all this, um, at, when I first got on the site, not knowing you had all this training and all these other sources available, you know, it, it's kind of, there's a kind of a big question mark there. Well, like, well, am I going to be able to edit the site? Mm-hmm. You know, all that stuff. But once you dive in and research and, you know, read other people's, testimonials and stuff like that and realize it's, it's more than just here's a website. Good luck. You know, that really sealed the deal uh, for me. And 
you know, I was able to go through the trainings and mm -hmm. differentiate. And I don't know if you remember, you, I, I think I messaged you or Adrian back, like when I first started, I was like, how can I get this site looking different? Because <laughs> I go to, I'll Google some miles fast and I'll, the first three sites are all carrot sites that look exactly the same. I was like, what do I do? You know, and then <laughs> went through the training, differentiated and it's all good. Yeah. And I, I think it was either you or Adrian that told me, you know, at the end of the day, a seller who's truly motivated, is not going to care if your site looks that much different, you know, they're, they're going to click on your site and if your form is right there and looks good, they're going to fill it out mm -hmm. if they're motivated to sell. So, yeah. I found that differentiation's really not been that big a deal. Cool. No, that's that's cool, man. That's, and that's really good advice for everyone looking at it. And and also on the second part of it that you mentioned that you can differentiate while still working within our framework that that performs right. high in our training. So, dude, uh, I'm I'm gonna wrap it. I'm gonna wrap it here. And uh, I'm I'm really proud of you, first of all. And I'm glad that uh, Thanks, glad that you reached out to me and and um, that we connected. And I hope we can meet in person one of these days soon. Um, I've been kind of kicking around the idea of having something I'm calling the carrot camp. I, uh, I, yeah. I had a client out here, um, Harvey Gronwald out of California. He was out, out at my house for three days this, uh, two weeks ago. And, um, and he came up with the name. So I'm going to give him full credit. He's like, Hey, you should call it carrot camp. Nice. And you know, <laughs> out here on the deck over the river and we'll go up like, like sweet. So anyway, whether it's a carrot camp or I'm down in Texas or whatever it is, man, I'd love to connect with you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, in any kind of parting words for people who are in the position that you were in, let's say six months ago, or they're in the first three years of their 12 year journey on finally taking action and getting there. Any, any parting words of advice that you can pass along to those people? Yeah, I'd say just trust trust the system. I mean, um, I, that's what I did. I just put full trust in everything that you guys had to offer um, and ran with it. Mm -hmm. And I would say do your research, obviously. You know, be good at what you do. If you don't have the skills, go learn new skills. Mm -hmm. Always be pushing yourself. Always be learning. But at the end of the day – you find something that you want to do, go all in 100%, trust what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Just, just kill it. Dude, that's big right there. So man, I appreciate you hopping on here. Um, thanks for sharing the time with me. If there's any ways that we can help yeah. you reach out, uh, we've got you and uh, dude, have an amazing rest of the week and, and kind of go out there and be that beacon of positivity and possibility for your clients and scale this puppy up. And I'm excited to all see right. you climb in the rankings and uh, get more deals and yeah. go out there and like I said, reach out. We got you. I appreciate you hopping on. Awesome, sharing man. Story. Thanks, Trevor. Hey, thanks, buddy. Have an amazing rest of the week, Brian. And everyone who listened to this episode of the Carrot Cast, um, go check out the other episodes that, I'm, that I had mentioned, the credibility score episode. It's a big deal because Brian went through and implemented a lot of the things I talk about in that to build up his credibility score. Also, the one that we released probably one or two episodes before this one that you're going to be listening to. It's on your unique selling proposition. Nail that because Brian went through and created some really good stuff on his site. And if you're a Carrot customer and you're not getting these results, I want you want to show you with I want Brian to show you with this episode that you can get those results if you follow the process trust in it and and really do the numbers you know really get, get rid of the emotion with your marketing and dive into the logical numbers and uh, we got you we got you covered if you have questions so go crush it this week guys and gals be that beacon of positivity and possibility have an amazing week mm -hmm.